listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Today, I wanted to talk to you about diastasis because I keep seeing this all over the place, whether it is someone commenting, someone asking me directly, even clients. This is something that I teach on in my Empowered Postpartum program, and that is why we need to be focusing on the depth of your abdominal separation versus the width. So if you have ever been diagnosed or think that you have some form of abdominal separation, which, by the way, if you have been pregnant, then in the third trimester, 100% of pregnancies have diastasis because you need to make room for your growing baby. Now, if you have had this, especially postpartum, and it's continuing, you may have tried in the past to close the gap. Essentially, I want you to think of it this way. So when it comes to diastasis, the reason that we want to focus on the depth of your separation versus the width, the way that I explain this is think of it like a bridge, okay? You can have a wide bridge that is very sturdy because the way that that bridge is built is focused on how sturdy those wood blocks that you put your feet on are. Now, if we just focus on narrowing the bridge without focusing on maintaining tension in the actual footpath, what happens is that bridge gets more narrow, but the wood becomes kind of like a wet noodle, not very stable to step on. So I always tell clients, I know that the idea of having this Abdominal separation can feel a little bit freaky, but ultimately what we want to focus on is how sturdy the quote bridge or your linea alba, your connective tissue is versus how narrow the bridge is. Okay. So I hope that that kind of puts it into perspective. So when we talk about increasing the tension, excuse me, the tension of that linea alba, which is the connective tissue that basically bridges no pun intended, bridges the gap between your two abdominal walls, your rectus abdominis, your six-pack muscle. When we talk about building tension, the things that we want to focus on, again, come back to foundational breathing, which means you know how to create expansion, lengthening those muscles. And then when we engage our core, we're not just focused on engaging the outer part, the six-pack muscle, right? Because when we actually talk about our core musculature, there are layers and layers of deep muscles. And also, just so then we can get kind of a better picture of kind of the anatomy surrounding this, it's not just that you have your ab muscles, right? When you are trying to strengthen your core, when you are strengthening your core in order to increase the tension of the quote bridge aka that connective tissue you also need to be thinking about strengthening the surrounding structures which means we are also focused on strengthening your glutes your hips your back your shoulder stabilizers your every everything that surrounds and most importantly when we are working on generating tension in the linea alba that connective tissue we want to focus on activating the deepest muscles in the core and the one that we want to focus on particularly are your internal obliques and your transverse abdominis those are kind of the corset muscles the stabilizing muscles in the front that are going to help you generate more tension in that connective tissue so 
Again, it's not that you can't close the gap, but when we put closing the gap at the top of our goals list, we're losing sight of what is more important. I, and I, <clears throat> I mean this, I, I mean this as a way to put it into perspective, not as a, you know, you're doing it wrong, but honestly, focusing on closing the gap is a vanity thing in terms of like how we want things or how we think things are going to look, right? Because we think, oh, if I have this wide gap, then it's going to look really weird. When we actually focus on increasing tension in the connective tissue, guess what happens? You get that corseted feeling. You get a flatter stomach. You get that functional, strong core that you are actually after. When we focus on closing the gap, it does nothing for the strength, integrity, or even the look of your belly. So I really just wanted to point this out because I think oftentimes we think, right, that closing the gap is going to be the big solution. But again, if we're only focused on one, the outer muscles, so the abs, so we're doing things like crunches, we're doing things like planks, and we're not actually focusing on the deep core, that's problem number one. And problem number two is, again, instead of just focusing on making the gap smaller, make it stronger. So just to share and put it into perspective, even at five years postpartum, I have a two finger width gap, which means my fingers next to each other. That is how wide my separation is. Now, in terms of just some data here, just to, to help put your mind at ease. So if you have a two finger width or less gap, that is partially what contributes to a functional core. With that said, if you have two fingers or less, excuse me, two knuckles or less depth, which means you're measuring below the belly button, at the belly button, and just under the ribs where it meets, when we measure in those three spots, ideally you want two knuckles or less of depth, which means the place where your, where your finger bends the most, that we don't want it to go past that, okay? So if you can fit a whole finger inside, that's a problem, right? Now, I really just want to say that with that, if you have a, a two and a half finger separation, a three finger separation, but you have a one knuckle depth diastasis, is that considered functional? In my professional opinion, yes, because even if your abdominal walls are separated, if you have enough integrity in the connective tissue to have less than one knuckle of tension, you've got a strong core, my friend. And it's funny because here's, here's the flip side. So even those that have like very minimal separation, which by the way, side note, you could potentially, you know, work to close the gap and you still won't have them touching because of the nature of pregnancy, number one. And even if you haven't had a baby, you can still have a gap. So again, this comes back to, I think, what we, in our minds, not knowing this information, think of, it, it really boils down to kind of like a vanity thing. Like, I, I don't know how to explain this any better, but just basically, we think that's going to help us look better and feel better when that's not true. That is just, that's, that's the appearance on the outside, if that makes sense. So even if, you were to close the gap, quote, you can still have major functional issues. 
And I've seen this actually in so many athletes. So like if you're scrolling your Instagram or TikTok and you see that there's an athlete showing core movements and they have this kind of ridge, like maybe they have a six pack, but they're the middle of their belly is like really solid, kind of almost pointing up. And you see this ridge where where their obliques would be kind of dip in that actually is a sign that they are not using their deep core. That is not a super functional movement, right? So it's, again, it's important to understand and recognize that what you see or what you think is the solution isn't always the thing that matters the most. So honestly, whether you are trying to close the gap for functional concerns or for aesthetic concerns, you do not need to be focusing on the width, focusing on the depth. So in addition to focusing on improving your breathing patterns so that you can properly engage the deep core, in addition to um, also just not stressing about the gap so much, we want to focus on also, like I said before, strengthening the surrounding structures of your core to help with your linea alba's ability to generate tension. So if you think of it back back to the bridge analogy, you would think of that as like the cliffs that the that the edges of the bridge are built on need to be solid. Because if you are on if you're building a bridge on unstable terrain, the whole bridge will collapse. So this, is, again, is why not only do you need to focus on just the deep core aspect of it, but a full body approach. So strengthening head to toe to help you maintain and create tension in the linea alba. So I hope this was helpful for you. I know that it can feel really stressful when you're trying to heal your core, and it can also feel really confusing because there's so much information out there about what to do. And, you know, the measurements are important. Um, so, for example, if you see, like, you know, here's how to measure your diastasis, and typically you measure width and depth. But again, width is not indicative of healing, my friends focus on the tension. So with that, I hope that this was super helpful for you. Feel free to send me any questions that you have about diastasis, core healing, pelvic floor, or if anything stood out to you today, let me know. I would love to hear it. So on that note, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And as always, be bold, be fit.